up, enemy defense. It's shoulder rolling time. Myself, legend defense down below is Sam the manga man, and up there below is the Kyle Ken Kendall. How are you all doing today? Pretty you good, live. pretty good. It's a short uh series, not too much has happened, but you know, it's okay. These days happen where you want to have a short Sunday, give more days for ourselves, and uh, you know, uh. And you don't have to be like some other manga goes to Ayashi gone. Another one went out the window. Um, what was it called? Just Protect week? me. Yeah, Protect me. Shigamuro. Also, for those who don't know, that one also went out the window. And I did not know the six piece has 35 chapters already in the roster. So that's amazing for, you know, for the series. Anybody is reading the six piece. Um, that's 35 chapters more than a lot of series that we have read and try to cover and at least try to give highlight over the past long ass time so bam that's crazy welcome alvis so boys gotta see ya wonder how much longer vash is gonna want to turn to with with togashi coming back hey it's june i did say i'll be starting to react to hunter hunter this month of june so we have less than less than 30 days to see if vash gets it done so we'll see and find out if that does become true um but we did talk about we did talk about hunter hunter on this past animated podcast um coverage and other quick announcement that on this Wednesday, we, we will be discussing Netflix anime is Vampire in the Garden. So that'll be the main topic of the show on this Wednesday. Vampire in the Garden is only five episodes. Each one is less than 30 minutes. So definitely go check that out if you want us to have a spoiler conversation and join us on the stream. But without further ado, the full coverage that we're doing today is Alien Area. I just froze up there and I was like, hold up, what's the name of it? It's the two A's. And that's chapter one, One Piece, chapter 1051, Undead Unluck, chapters 113, and My Hero Academia, chapter 355, JJK's Unbreak will be coming back next week, and Kaiju's Unbreak as well, coming back next week. So our full coverage will be next week when all the chapters are back. So definitely, let's get tuned in, see what happens, and how long will Alien Area last? That'll be our first coverage of the show today. So definitely time goes on the bottom. As always, like the video, comment on what you guys thought about said coverage and what you thought about each of the series that we want that you guys want. And do you want a series to replace the Ayashi Gun that we used to cover? Like, for example, Sakamoto Days, Mutual Your Family, and those series they want us to disclose or you guys want us to play by ear for us to decide. And on that, subscribe. If you like our content, like who we are, and everything else. So let's get to it. Alien area like Men in Black. What did you guys think, Sam? So I got rid of the ghost and the yokai's. It was aliens, guys. Aliens, was aliens. got rid of got rid of the ghost and spirits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a Which, hard transition, you know. Yeah, that's a whole creepy eyes um, in that chapter. Um, the art is not bad. I would not say it's the best one I've seen out of the jump, um, but it's definitely an interesting one type of premise. When Sam first read it, he told me that our boy, our main character has the power of the power of Luffy. They stretch, stretch. But then it's a bit and like an automatic hockey kind of thing, too. Yeah, a bit of a modern hockey. And then our boy has a bit of men in black in the series. At first, I understood what he meant. But then once I read the chapter before we came live, it's one that stood like, oh, they did us literally do the memory wipe. Like, literally do the whole memory wipe flashbang boom you guys don't know what you guys did the past couple of minutes or ask questions so made sense hey kendall how about you yeah man um 
uh, like y'all said, I think I think it's um interesting. Um, it's definitely an action series, so <laughs> I don't. That's uh, hopefully it it can kind of sort of fill some shoes, but uh, I'm not really too pressed. But we also know that Marshall is coming to a conclusion soon. Um, we know that we're allegedly getting Chainsaw Man back. Um, eventually. None of those have actual dates, but you know, those are just some things that are kind of like looming in the background. So I think we will definitely be, I think we're going to see a couple more action type series come to the front line. But the thing is, what I'm noticing right now, it's the non action series has been proving to be pretty successful. Um, like with Al- Alvarez has said, with uh, Akane Banashi, mm-hmm. uh, there was also PPPP. Has been very popular lately, yeah. and like PPPP and Duran Duran have seemed to be like two of the more popular ones I see on the timeline. Oh, Duran Duran, um, the Dan 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 or something I mean, like that. Dan 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 Dan. Yeah, that <laughs> Not Duran Duran. That that's like the Monday series too. Yeah. And considering considering where like there's not many Monday series that releases, especially with Ghost Supergirl as is on hiatus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're like it, it's it also. It started off really well. It launched its popularity early on into the game. Yeah, because the scans first came out for it. After that, it transitioned to the official side in the West. Um, it was on a Jump Plus on the Shonen side and on the and plus on Manga Plus on the website side. So, so now it's getting its popularity. But I see, I was bring it up that with Children X, I, I have no problem covering it. But mm. it's a really not consistent schedule. Like it comes yes. out whenever it wants mm. to be out. So I'm not proud to act the so, same if we want to cover it. But that's more of a us trying to cover you know, Dragon Ball Super when it comes out when we know it's always the 19th or the 20th of every month. Mm-hmm. So uh, living the information with Trojan X, what happened? What happened was technically that series got axed early on onto the Shonen Jump side, but it got moved onto a different uh, oh, really Shonen Jump. Shonen magazine in general to take its pl- to uh, continue on continuation from that side on that magazine. That's why it's really inconsistent releases because it's from that magazine issue. Um, oh. Yeah, with Trojan X, it's also a draw, and I know like it's the same. Uh, uh, Sarita is the same mangaka who did. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul and that got an anime and all that stuff like that and he built his own popularity um, eventually it will have an anime later on but not enough chapters for it to come up, come into it and it, it could get very it, it's trippy but I don't but when I say trippy it could be very interesting but it can also be that it's not for everybody's taste like it's not really a series everybody would like and it's pacing is a little bit slow and having inconsistent chapters like One Punch Man's kind of inconsistent of chapter release, people can easily lose interest within Children X. Uh, the Don, though, however, it's very consistent with every Monday release. Yeah. And its it, popularity has been very, really good with that. I've been curious to see if Anthony, me and Sam wants to do a little, little tryout, any type of solo reviews, if anything on Monday nights, but I haven't had any type of discussion with the team, so that's something that would be pretty cool. Uh, 
I don't know if anything I would like to do Sakamoto Days because that's a fun series to fight choreography and I feel like that that would be like a good discussion type of series. Um, but for Alien Area, it's only fifty one chapters. I mean, fifty one pages. Fifty one pages that um is short, straight to the point. I mean, first and chapters are always been fifty five pages. Really? Though. Yeah. Really? First chapters of. This first chapters of almost anything is like a yeah, 50 most first 50 chapters plus are 50 plus <clears throat> i think there was there was one recently like in recent years that was like 48 or something but they're 55 upward 66 80 just yeah so that's why i read mostly that was about. the like 60 plus um chapters but hey um it looks interesting i like that we're finally getting some type of now you know non-yokai ghost like we're getting some type of aliens so it's pretty intriguing to actually see what Japan would tell in the alien type of folklore of what we're going to get of space, uh, you know, of alien characters and how these type of human experiments will be interesting. So, you know, the best of luck. Are we going for, into this? Are we going into it, into it now? Yeah. Um, uh, well, this is a review of it. So maybe we could like have a quick small discussion of it before we just cut off on it. Because uh, I... Uh, I'm not sure if the manga has done any other work before. Let me see. I don't believe so. No, um, they have only done a one shot called Apollo, and and the same character looks very similar to the current to the current series. So it seems like he has a very certain look with certain characters. Um. All right, we're gonna start going into the series. Like, it's um. It's okay, first chapter. I would say adequate. Um, maybe average. Can't exactly say mid just yet because it's just oh, yeah. one chapter out. But like its story concept was, it did not start out interesting in the beginning. They just have a new student, give up a scholarship, go, um, needs job, needs money to help provide his two siblings that, with the parents who's died. But, you know, like... Weird circumstances where, you, you know, you could have just take the scholarship if it's paid for and everything, have a job and still be able to take care of your siblings, go to college and shit like that. But, you know, we're not going into that. That's not the point of the story. But um, straight going in of, oh, my, my hand, I have, su- hy- I got hyper regeneration or super well, healing powers or something like yes, that. Definitely he does. Uh, and then you learn about, the weird looking aliens and stranger bro if there's a if there's a literally dude in front of my house in front of my place i am not walking in there when Thank he's you. literally behind me like Thank what the you. hell like why would who, you who told you this like why would you still go in how about asking wait outside or be like my dude can you please step away from my door instead you literally just let him still be next to your door and walk in your crib behind you what i'm like uh, now nah, you wilding well so so to be fair I think I think what it really was is like almost like a yeah he's not really here to see me he ain't saying nothing I'm gonna just pretend whatever because you don't know why he's by the door right and he doesn't he doesn't actually initially address so I think that's kind of what it was I agree especially with knowing that like I have younger siblings that I'm taking care of like I'm not I'm not doing that and also like did you not know that they were about to come home like like you could have waited. Like there's just there's so many things about the intro to this that just doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. 
And I hope it gets better because for me, this is incredibly lazy storytelling. I don't know mm -hmm. if this is, this is post wash. So maybe there was more context and they was like, look, you got to scrub it down. We like what you got. The premise is fine. The ending is fine. So, you know, that happens sometimes. So maybe, maybe in review, they, de they, they decided to kind of remove some of that information up front. But I, I just, I don't know. Cause like, again, like even Sam was kind of saying like this whole story could have happened and he could have accepted the scholarship. Let's just start right there. Like he could have like so much things could have just happened in just any type of natural way. It just, I don't know. It just feels like such a forced narrative right now. And I just, I, I, I struggle to get behind it. Um, I would have liked them to just start with us seeing him taking care of the kids and then maybe then going to the school and maybe he has to struggle and kind of wrestle with the decision. That would, I think that would have been more impactful for me than to just be like, Hey buddy, aren't you taking the scholarship? But you know, I think he could have just had a regular, normal, productive day. He could have still been a functional, productive member of society and then transition to all of that. But then, yeah, you walk into your house. You don't like you see someone's in there. You still step into your round. Like you see someone is in your apartment. You see someone standing outside of your apartment. And you're like, I guess I'll just step inside the apartment anyway. It's like, what? Nah, nah. It's just weird. It's it's weird. Not only that, you have some other random stranger jumping into your window to into your own place, be like, bruh. Like, yeah, real? I'm, you don't you, you don't lock your door, you, you don't lock your windows, you don't you, lock you don't run. <laughs> um <laughs> no. a lot of it did not make any sense at all. And their explanation of the power system or the whatnot with the aliens and shit, like. Oh, right. we have the electromagnetic wave, the sand wave, the interruption. I was like, none of this shit makes sense. And I study right. this. I study right. this got, in my you masters. Got, you got two none engineers. You got two engineers here on this stream, and we do not confirm that to be true. <laughs> That's not true at all. Uh, none of it is true. Well, I mean, like the the only logical explanation you got from that was the first page of the chapter. Be like, oh, the aliens have widespread of technology that's way far advanced than Earth. And that makes Earth like the whole, like the cavemen of technology and shit. And it makes every alien that come on this can do whatever the shit they want. Like, what? I would have, I would have rather them just say that there is some type of resonance than try to explain it. Because what, what it was, was so like what they tried to do. And I mean, maybe it'll impress other people, but it didn't impress me and Sam. Mm -mm, but mm -mm. what they tried to do was like, oh, you guys are so unintelligent. Let me give you like the basic of basics of information that still sounds way above your knowledge to kind of present to this kind of like knowledge superiority kind of thing. But it there was there was just other ways that they could have gone about it. They could have still I I don't know like again I get it I am not a mangaka I have mm -hmm. never been uh gotten past the shonen jump <laughs> you know whatever that is. But I'm gonna tell y'all this off the first you know 25 pages. This this don't seem to be living too long. I, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like the art is good. Like yeah, I like I, I like his like it is a very good like with hand like vibration and sideways and stuff like that. You could probably see like speedsters and all that stuff like that and his vibration onto like a paper art. However, this entire story none of it makes sense at all. That like going into page twenty seven, radio waves and electromagnetic waves interferes with each other because many forms of energy travels in three-dimensional space and in similar types of waves. 
nothing. You just explained absolutely nothing with this explanation. Because basically the radio waves and electromagnetic waves don't really like they go with each other and they could interfere with each other, but one way, one of whoever had the most power, whichever one would interfere with the other one. And that's just yeah. None of this makes sense like at all. Yeah, no, it, it literally doesn't make sense. The way that light waves propagate in relation to sound waves are, are one thing. Like it like yes, they have similar patterns, but again, not to get too deep, the, the explanation is it not giving what it's supposed to give. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And then you just gave the main character hockey or Artiman hockey with his hand. This man got this man a whole conqueror. He didn't even know. And then like you have a whole gum gum fruit with this bullet with punch. I don't know. Well, yeah. I guess well, I guess I'm more interested by by what the policeman said at the very end. Then that there's a whole division about the aliens. I'm just more intrigued that if this series does could survive the next 25 chapters and plus, if we could see what type of aliens have they captured, how did they find out? Like, what is the premise? Like Kenny said, this felt this chapter felt like it was cut some of the meat, you know, some of the fat of the storytelling, just so they could introduce the story and tell the audience and probably expand throughout the next three, four chapters. Like spending about the aliens, about the experiments, about this guy fire. So it's probably that the case. You can but also it, tell like the art starts to lag. Only the main character has the best kind of art, but the siblings, like there's no facial expression change mm-hmm. much. And then there's just like Yeah, they they showed us, they showed us from the art who the two main characters that they care about are, um, being the police officer and the protagonist. And I'm I'm gonna be honest with y'all, and and like this, guys, this will be my my closing comments on it. Um, outside of the last panel and the whole like you know stable government job thing, which I think is kind of like the the notch that they're trying to go for here. Going this with the whole all, the police forces, men in black, and stuff like that. But. Yeah, this all just feels like, and I know this happens sometimes, but it's weird for me given the content and the quality that I feel Shonen Jump has been putting out, and this is no disrespect to the mangaka in any kind of way it feels a bit too familiar. The premise feels too familiar. The plot feels too familiar. Even the pacing of it feels way too familiar. Hopefully over the course of maybe the next two or three chapters, they can, you know, diversify themselves. But in, in, a, in a series, in, a, in, a, in the Shonen Jump world where we have something like Kaiju number eight dominating heavy, this is going to fall off. That's that's my prediction as of right in this moment. If I eat my words, I eat my words. But as of right here, right now, with this first chapter, it's just not giving what it's supposed to give for me. Um, I'd probably read a volume of it um, if it was like a thing, but I I, I just that, don't see this. I don't even see this getting out of a volume. I mean, they probably will push one volume, but that's basically it. Maybe even yeah, they, and that's it. Yeah, they... They usually push one volume and that's about it. So one volume, it's usually seven chapters. So that's possibly the case that we might get seven to nine chapters if they get to last long. Most they do but, is just two books because it's shonen. They'll give at least like up to two volumes worth and then done. And so it's on digital, good, never, digital never print. So that's a good 14 to 17. Um, and I do want to answer one question. Neglect. Jump really needs to change the formula and come up with new ideas. Look. I hate to break it to you. These are their new ideas. This is them trying to break their formulas. This is them actually trying to get out, not saying get out of the Shonen type of battle chapter. I mean, 
Oh, they're showing in battle no, the, the no it's, it's more like they're still trying to play around with the battle series, but at the same Correct. time, correct? They're they're still trying it, to play it's, around it's not, with it's the not, battle ideas, but they're trying to play in a different way, trying to stay with the idea of aliens, yokai, and everything. So I feel like they're trying to start new ideas, but they're also being very hesitant and very skeptical. So they're trying to experiment, but not experiment too hard, but they're trying to experiment at their back. So I feel like because they have to. Because they know One Piece, My Hero, Black Hole, all these series are going to end next couple of years. So they have to play around and experiment with other smaller series and how they could expand. So I get proud for them trying to try with the series Alien Area. For first chapter, I give it a 6 out of 10. Cool idea premise is better, there, is better than a 5. Because I see the idea, like Sam brought up to me much earlier, about the men in black and stuff. Like, okay, cool. We have some type of covert people. What can you do in experiment that can you actually... Can this Mankaga actually do something with this type of premise or will they father and fail with this type of premise and not succeed in their career? So we just have to see in, in the next coming weeks slash next coming months. So those are my overall thoughts slash final thoughts for, for this series and for this Mankaga and for the Shonen Jump overall because I've seen them experiment for the past two years in this whole pandemic. We have probably seen about 10 to 12 series go in and out with Shonen Jump with less than 25 chapters or less than 30 chapters. So there's a whole list of me and the team can actually come up and event it this summer and say of what they have brought up and asked, but that's a whole different conversation. But overall, those are my final thoughts for the series. Guys, your turn. Um, my final thoughts is like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably read one or two more chapters and I'll see what goes on afterwards. If this entire, honestly, right now, the better ratings goes to non-battle mangas like PPP and Akane and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I find, if any, manga. but wrestling manga. I know. Uh, oh, I don't oh to say, a recommendation I really, for re- I would like to, no, no. They say, I would really want to see a wrestling manga. Me too. Like a sports manga, but I'm in wrestling. They tried and- sumo. Sumo wrestling manga. Oh, I yeah, believe. I think I saw that before on the drum roster. Yeah. And they also tried the other thing, too. The karate thing. The karate fighting thing. That one doesn't ring a bell. Abe was reading it. And oh, okay. he it, it, that got axed pretty quickly itself. Oh, wow. Um, let's see if I can find it. Because it shouldn't be too far back. But honestly, like they can at least slow down with the fight mangas and stuff, like battle mangas and stuff like that, and just mm-hmm. focus on the other stuff. But I get that their audience for Shonen Jump is for the kids. The young kids. They don't need, like, yep. you need to give them some action stuff so that they catch their interest and keep reading and stuff like that. Yes, One Piece, the oldest, and that's not going anywhere. And you could technically say GJK is the more mature stuff where yeah, we allow kids to read this, but at the same time, they kind of need their own permission. Same way where some series in the Shonen Jump app, you need to go onto the website to read. You can't read it onto on your mobile app. And I feel like that sort of thing is should be as applied onto Japan. If not, then I'm kind of surprised of who of how of little kids reading JJK. My hero, same thing. It has the perfect balance of yes, it's kids appropriate and uh, people of all ages can watch it just like um, Troll Hunters where this is a good this is a show good base of ages 8 through 60s or something like that 
and that's what I, how I see my hero. Um, there's gonna be a lot more battle mangas in the Shonen Jump series because that's gonna be like their bread and butter for catching kids' interest. So, so let me let me let me ask you guys a quick question. Quick question: What's Do that? you feel like it would be? Do you feel like there would be a shift as as manga and anime culture continues to spread in diversity and popularity? Mm-hmm. Do you think that there'll be a shift to um, having more popularity on mainstay streaming platforms for Senin and Jose? Because I feel like that's the superior genres, if we're being honest. I feel like even understanding that, like, yeah, you're you're appealing to kids, but like they quickly, I think kids are maturing a lot faster. And I think they are interested in a lot more complex stories at a younger age. And I think that there's a there's a space for, especially like teenagers, um, even being a target audience for for Senin and Jose. Um, and I think it's I think it's well received by the adult audience. And you're trying to make stuff that that is marketable, right? Um, so I'm just I'm just wondering you guys' thoughts. Do you think that we might see a, a shift to to maybe having a little bit more of those type of series be at the front line is there any room for that is there any merits to that what do you all think i mean i with the other series which show senin and the mature stuff they have more leeways than shonen jump because you know one is made for kids shonen jump and the other one's like for dirt pg-13 and up and older you have more leeways you can add more mature contents you can probably add the whole like one swear per chapter kind of thing i'm just throwing that i'm just guessing as well as like mature like life stuff that can happen even if it's a supernatural stuff you can probably add a message there where you can make a, a, a simple a simple message that can mean very heavy onto a story and then the backstory too because right now i can even see undead on lux um backstory is like okay this is this is pretty dark story these are pretty reliable this is pretty relatable even though a lot of these powers and stuff is there there's a lot of like trauma and real dark stories that comes out of it that at least we know like Shonen Jump can do it. However, the mangakas need a lot more chapters to even get to those points and that sort of stuff. And I feel with mangas, these with new mangas that cut, get cut short much early, I feel it is disappointing where you can't even reach a good, that certain point of drama story or real life story that's sort of much early on and be able to be consistent and interested for younger kids views and that sort of stuff like there's so much potentials it's just that i don't know like so for my thoughts for you kenny from what you asked um is shonen jump or is shonen type of battle series coming to a smaller audience and a shoji in our depth Shonen Jump will always be more popular in mainstream is because of the easy versatile of being access to anybody through a website or an app. So I will always win. I read those a lot more. I would love to read more shoji or more type of sending type of more of those type of series. If it was more easy accessible, if I could have an app or download it on my phone where I could read it more freely, not use a web browser, a scan website, and I and I have to have servers. My route where I go to work and work from home, I don't have the best type of service to always have internet and everything. So for me, I don't mind reading those type of service. So for me, a person who likes to have those type of content really easy accessible, 
it's hard to catch and read those type of series. I will always have to be home or have the best internet to check it out. Uh, but I have enjoyed some type of sending type of series, some type of, and some type of Seekai series a lot more than, than a lot of battle series. Like, for example, me and Sam reacted um, to season two of Kaguya-sama Love is War a year ago or two years ago, and we, and does me and him enjoy season one. And that's more of a love, love rom-com type of series. But the story is good, and that's for a lot of teenagers and more adults, you know, type of story. So, but when I read some type of One Piece in our thing, it has adult themes, but it's more, but it's more targeted for kids, you know, for the comedy and everything else. So it just needs to find its right balance. But like I said, with the Shonen Jump being really easy, accessible, and where you can just pay $2 or a dollar, yeah, pay $2 a month, and you got any type of backlog. I don't, I wish Crunchyroll Manga, I wish any type of other company could have that easy accessible where they could market what they want, where people could just read those type of things easily on the digital side. And where they don't have to go to stores all the time. So I wish those companies, I would pay those extra $2, $5 in some other smaller companies if they had the, if they had the opportunity or the type of marketing to have an app and, you know, for people to read. So that's my sense, two thoughts to what you said, Kendall. Yeah, okay. I appreciate you guys' answers. I was just, it was just stewing with me while we were discussing. I was like, you know, I feel I feel like there's there's a market there, but much like we talk about like animation and stuff, some of those things just don't exist or can't compete with the household names. Um, so I guess time will tell. Yeah, it's um, also time to tell. Um, it was Alvis. Fat Family is doing gangbusters on its own because of Jump Plus and plus of his and plus of it plus of his easy marketing through the covers and everything else, but not because of the anime. It just has skyrocketed a lot more. And because of its current fan art, is what I'm gonna say. I mean, uh, you choose what you find, you choose what you like. Go ahead. But the fan art has also helped a lot on the series as well. So that's why I'm hoping the same thing does for the series that I love and I prefer <gasps> the spice stuff, which is mentioned. Joseph Core Family is a better spice series, so I prefer anybody else to check that out or read that series because once the anime comes out, it will skyrocket as well with its popularity. That's my hope. But Sam, you said that you you was about to have some thoughts before we transition. No, I was gonna. No, I, I kind of said mostly what I need to say. Um, what I said in the chat, comedy is like the most easiest way to rise up early on. Me and Robocop. And then, like, you have some small slice of life comedy. Yeah, I mean, that, look at and, look at even One Punch Man. Look at One Punch Man's success. One Punch Man is definitely a, a gag action series, basically. Um, the uh, Maku-chan lasted pretty long for itself and it got its own definite ending. Like, it is possible. Like, a whole series doesn't need to stay for long, but it could also be a good, consistent... Like, it, it lasted what it needs to last when the Shonen Jump series needed new series and it needed something where, like, a, 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 stable, a stable staple for the year or two just so that they can have replacements and new people to come up with these stories. But I don't know. Let me ask you guys, do you feel like 
Shonen Jump has been addressing all these popular mangakas and try to have them like, all right, guys, we need a new series. Do you um, pitch me some ideas? Give me something that might actually put you on this magazine map. And we're going to test try you for a two months, three months. And that sort of speak. It seems like they're all in the boardroom. They're all suggesting their ideas and stories. And when they have what, when they like one good idea, they don't have anything to help back up that story. That's that's exactly what it feels like, and that's that's my concern. It's just like, what is where's the where's the backup? Where's the foresight? Mm-hmm. Um, and then even you know, sp- speaking specifically about like the webtoon Crunchyroll co- collaboration, we know that webtoons are starting to surge in popularity. So it's like, where, what do you guys like? I don't know. It just feels like someone's not having the foresight for like the good stuff that's actually existing outside of the shonen realm. I don't know if that's intentional bottlenecking by the powers at the top, but. It would be nice to see a little bit more depth of diversity. Um, you know, I can even see like within the marketing company. All right, we need to add aliens. We need to add battle. We need to add uh, other stuff too, like slice of life, comedy into this. Boom! Now, who has an idea? Who has a series? Or same way, how like the book industry? Like, all right, uh, vampires are in today, and uh, because of the whole like um, got that vampire series, but like, all right. Uh, our audience is like these teenage girls and like they want to see romance and all that shit like that. All right, who, who got the ideas? Who got the audience? We're going to write, we'll just write all these stuff on the fly with ghostwriters and shit and that's how we're going to make millions of dollars for this. It's, I feel like it's the same thing with Japan, only like their main audience is the younger audience of kids and they're trying to uh, go on their demographics of what is popular, what is in these days, what is something that we could continuing doing that we do best. All right, we gotta do battle shonen. Uh, who has monsters? Who wants to do monsters? Who wants to do ghosts? Who wants to do aliens? What other creatures that's not been taken just yet that we can use to fight in this sort of thing? That's perfectly said. It says it depends of the how demographics. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it just depends of how shonen jump in Croatia in the marketing. So it all depends on what they're looking for. At the end of the day, they're all company. They want to make content, but then they also want money. So it depends on what the revenue is at the end of the day and how these mangakas bring their source income to it at the end of the day. Well, Look, everyone, the everyone can't be the one, Vash. Everyone can't be the one. Yeah, not everyone can be the GOAT. So that being said, let's transition to the GOAT because we know he's the one that's been running on 20 plus years in the series and our boy, the captain, for those that don't read One Piece chapter 1051, if you don't read the One Piece, this is your time to put us on mute. Our next two series to discuss is Underluck and My Fear Academia. So definitely stay tuned if you don't read One Piece. But we're here to discuss chapter 1051. The, the, the main Ottoman hockey guy. And yeah, the main Ottoman, the only one, the GOAT, the One Piece summer. The real. And, and the technically, real the only person I'm going to be talking to is Kenny. Same, same. It's not cut up yet. But, you uh. know, I hope soon to be. Uh, this seems to be the end of the Wano arc. How do you feel about this? Unless we're going to get a wait, but there's part four. Because this seems to be the end of Act 3, the end of Wano. What do you feel? Do you feel like you're getting blue balls about this, Kenny? And how do we feel about the revelation of two things? Uh, boy, we see the full image of how he looks. Momonosuke will lead the land of Wano and how our boy Yamato just say yo I'm gonna join your crew 
And our boy Jimba said, yo, that's Q and O, but you can't really decide that. That's a captain, but he's dead asleep right now. So we'll get back to that. How you feel about all that? Kenny, what's up? Yeah, so so I'm going to I'm gonna try to keep it brief, especially since it's just the two of us. So I won't do like a full deep dive rundown. But here's my thoughts. Um uh I talked about this um on Clubhouse with uh the Straw High group. Shout out to those guys. Um, but I think that this is a part two of three in regards to what this is. Um, I think there was a lot of content that was stuffed into this particular chapter. Uh, we got a lot of good things. We know that we still haven't resolved, um, the two siblings seeing each other. You know, they've been kind of like, you know, trying to respectively put the country back together and shouldering that burden. Um, so we got a lot of things. Um, this is one of those few chapters where everyone was in the chapter. If you pay attention, everyone is in the chapter. Um, we have talks we about kid. We saw yeah, law. We saw everyone. We have talks about um. We have talks about basically who else is is going to be a part of the Straw Hat crew. Um, you know Yamato basically declaring themselves as a new member, which you know until until Big Boss Luffy says otherwise, that's not a thing. Um, we know that Jinbei is official, but hasn't done the the, the sake cup exchange. Um, Carrot's been riding around on the ship for a while. Um, Long so, time. so sure. I've been I've been looking I've been looking at and I, I told people, um, including Jinbei, I expected four to five new members, and if we were to include Carrot, Yamato, Jinbei, then we're basically just one or two more people off from people joining the team which I'm fine with. And if no one else joins, that's also fine as well. Um, but uh, again, let's not forget, let's not forget that there is a lot of moving pieces still. CP is still present. CP0 is still present. Um, I was trying to find them. hand is in present. I could have um, found nobody in the corner or something, you know, any of the CP. Well, so so what I mean is present is they're present on the island. Um, Kaido has been defeated is not dead that's that's my thing and i'm gonna stand 10 toes down on that kaido is defeated not dead i think that's very relevant to keep in mind as we progress through the next phases um i think luffy and zoro um we always see that luffy is typically out for a little bit after a new transformation and this may be the most intense of his new transformations well, that we've ever gotten i think usually it takes Two or three days. This one might be five days since this one was the um, most. I don't know. He 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 was he he's the 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 mastering of Gear Fourth was a, a long period of time in reality. So so there's there's a lot of different things to kind of consider here. Exactly. Um, my theory is he will be out for seven days because of what it took the battle for Wano. It it was seven days to get back. You know they you know plan. Each day of Wano, it was seven days. I think Luffy would be out for seven days as well. That's just my theory. Yeah. Um, so what else did I want to kind of squeeze in here? I think that Yamamoto, Yamamoto might not join the crew right now. It actually might be important for Yamamoto to stay in Wano for a bit um, with Momosuke technically not wanting to open the borders yet. Again, yeah. I, I mentioned this before that that's a that's a a crucial point that's going to come back up and I think it's going to come back up real soon um, in regards to what the ramifications of those words and decisions are. Um, I think the sister's going to play a big part in certain things. The question is, is Momosuke actually going to stay there? Um, he's also spent a lot of time, him and Kinemon have spent a lot of time traveling with the Straw Hats. 
what type of ramifications does that have? Um, and I'm still pushing this agenda. This is not anything that Oda has 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 put forward, but I would really think it'd be cool if Luffy and or Zoro ended up missing right now. And I kept telling the guys that it would be real, it would be real funny if all of a sudden Luffy was missing off the island. It'd be real funny if all of a sudden Zoro was missing off the island. Um, but I think there needs to be some dynamic change that kind of pushes everyone's focus. I think there's going to be another clash of powers. Um, and I think we was talking about this before about like who's the, the final bad. And I think it does seem like it might, it's seeming a little bit more and more. I'm not going to say who, I'm just saying it's starting to seem a little bit more and more like they are leaning in a direction of telling us. But again, I think Wano's conclusion is going to put a very definitive path on, okay, this is where the series is going. We're still going to get surprises on stuff um you know Oda's Oda's gonna do Oda things but I think a very general specific direction of sequence of events is gonna be be able to be drawn from the course of maybe the next 10 chapters or so but I think there's still things that need to be wrapped up like I told them um Friday when we we're talking about it I think we should expect to see something pretty huge in the next three to five chapters I think something critical is gonna happen that's uh, gonna change the dynamic of the way the story is being told and we're exactly. going to transition into the next story and we're going to wrap up everything when, um, you know, the, the siblings have to reunite and have their conversation this, and all of that stuff. So I this, think that we're going to have something really dope happen over the course of the next five chapters. Um, it might be it might be terrifying, honestly. Uh, I don't know which direction Oda's going to take this in, but I believe in Oda. I'm gonna always tell you all that I believe in Oda. People get very critical about decisions that Oda makes chapter to chapter, but I believe in the vision that Oda is putting forward. Um, he did say that the conclusion of all of this, this, this final ultimate war is going to be way bigger than Marineford. Um, if, if this fight did not set up that premise, uh, I don't know what it is, um, but I think we're looking good. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of backstories to wrap up. Um, yeah, we you saw Tama's little moment um, basically asking um, uh, thing to be like her mom and stuff. Like, like, you know, like, I, I think there's a lot of elements here that has to be, has to be seen. You notice that Nami was like right on the page, on the panel next to that moment for Tama. Um, so there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot. And so I, we talked about this before. I was going to answer that question cover. because Chad also brought it up that do you think Tama will, will be joining the crew and Nami will be taking care of Tama? Because like Bellamir, uh, took care of Nami and her sister. Because that's what Chad was saying, and that's what I was going to bring up to you as well, that that might be a possibility for, for Nami. And, and, you know, since Tama don't really have nobody at the moment, um, you're taking care of her or, like, any type of, you know, mother and father type of figure. So what do you think? Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll definitely be interesting to see. I I, I feel like it's it's a lot to kind of navigate in there. That's some stuff that can be resolved later on, but it'll be interesting. Um, I don't I don't foresee them taking on a, a youth coming along on the journey right now. So I don't think that's too critical in this current moment. And for the same for me, uh the next five chapters will be huge because we know the thing that will make the world clash, or in in other words, well, I can't wait to say big news, Morgan. He will literally most over exaggerate this like he usually does in any type of big update in the world of One Piece. And he will bring the uh the nice big um what's it 
he's not warlord. Um, he's not warlord. Was Luffy the next? Luffy's the fifth. What I forgot. I'm doing blank. I feel like you are trying to save warlord. No, warlord is in the um is the other side of the sea. This is um they have. You're talking about like yes. what Kaido, what Kaido and them is. Thank you. About, yeah, that was brought up. How of how Luffy is the fifth emperor of the sea. Yeah, so I was about to say talking about the emperors. Yeah, yeah. yes, the I appreciate that. Thank you, I drew a blank there. Of the fifth emperor of the sea. So I'm curious to see how Big News Morgan is going to change this type of dynamic. <laughs> of where is he going to place Luffy as the third emperor now because of he just of he just defeated. Um, Kaido and Big Mom on this battle of Wano. So I'm really curious to see how Big News Morgan is going to switch these words around, how Garp is going to react to the, how his father um, Dragon is going to react to it, because we, we haven't seen Dragon face or known any information about him in a very long time. So I'm really curious to see how are we going to know information about his father's whereabouts too, since we haven't known um, since the last fight that Dragon had against the Blackbeard Pirates, if I believe is the last time we heard about them. So I'm really curious to see what's gonna happen next with with them and with Luffy being told yeah. about the war. I think I think don't forget about the Armada and the alliances. Um, if the alliances are still a factor right now and the Armada is still a factor, it it, it might just be it might just be not even um not even a matter of the emperors anymore. But it might just be um I think I remember who said it, but um WG versus WG was it was it our was it our bro Aniki talking about that last week? But um Most yeah, like, worst worst gen worst gen versus world government is something that I think might be getting set up. So I think the the power dynamics are gonna shift, and that's what we're gonna see. So like to close this off, to close out this series of One Piece, in my opinion, there's a lot of powers that need to be addressed. There's a lot of um, officials and officiating that needs to be addressed. And yes. I think you're going to see a lot of clashes to eliminate Because Law and Kid is there. So, like, they need to actually say, hey, Luffy, we're going to dip. This is this is the cut of our alliance. Or, hey, we should team up, do our own thing. Because um, Chat also brought it up. The Ming tribe is there. And the right. um, Carrot have not yet joined officially to the group. But how do you feel if Mink tribe has their own Grant Fleet alliance and carries the one in charge of that. Um, yeah, that's another question. So I think the the idea, and I said this again a couple of times, but the idea of the Grand Fleet has to come back into play in a dynamic way. Um, but there's not necessarily a need to establish the rankings or who's leading what at this point. So we'll see how that 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 unfolds. Um but uh, pay attention to on the ship, the diversity of the different people that are represented, the different tribes that are represented specifically on Luffy's ship yeah. with Luffy wanting to be the pirate kingdom with Luffy trying to, to, to preach freedom. There's importance to have representation of what freedom looks like for all the various members and representation. So you have the minks in carrot, you have the fishermen in Jinbei, and then you have, if Yamamoto joins Wano specifically, so that's, that's three different entities or powers um, that basically would be represented on specifically, because these are, again, this are, we're talking about people who would be on Luffy's main ship. Yeah. So understand that that's a difference of, of, you know, yeah, we could talk about Armada, we could talk about Alliance, but there's still an importance on who's on the main ship and what their goals and what they want to do, um, how all of that's going to play out. You know, we still got we need we we still gotta dive into Zoro and these swords. 
if y'all if y'all pay attention to the whole sword lore like we we haven't gotten anywhere with the swords yet if you think we about it. if we if we think about just the swords like we haven't gotten anywhere with the swords yet um so again, we just got just two a, information from the swords we only knew one it was a connection to the um to the zombie that it was back in thriller bark yeah and the other connection to the sword that used to be held by by Oda himself that's about it so we only have like a couple of blades oh yeah four so yeah so four out of 12 blades look at that and i and i only named two i forgot the other two so look at that four out of the 12 uh most powerful blades and if i'm correct mihawk yeah. himself owns one of the blades too we've we've we literally it and it's not like it's like even saying we have we know of four <laughs> we don't even i don't i don't i think it's only we've only seen or it's only been three that's actually been um drawn if i'm not mistaken someone could if they know for sure um let me know holding in this chapter oh he oh, is yes, he okay was. yeah so yes, momo yes, has the was. fourth one momo has the fourth one you're correct right, i you. i forgot I, I was just thinking i was like i know zoro has two yeah. hawks blade so yeah um and is it's again there's there's tears to everything um there's a lot to be resolved guys that's that's all i'm saying there's still a lot to be resolved zoro has to face mihawk and that's what i love about you know, any of the arc chapters because any of the arc chapters is when they give you the most type of dosage of information from everyone around the world you know reacting to this because this is what happened with sabo uh Sabo Bigelow, have you pronounced the island um, before we left? Uh, Thriller Bark, uh, Whole Kick Island, every arc has those ending chapters. That's about five to ten. They involve the war government, that involves everyone, the alliance and everything. So I, that's what I love right. about If this is the end of the one arc, like the actual arc itself or part three, and we just come, like, we come to the epilogue of this arc, we're going to get heavy dose information. That's what I love Boom. about this. So I'm going to touch on two things that chat just brought up. Alves, you are correct. I was literally about to say, now, don't forget that we're talking about top 12, but those are the top 12, the top um, the top six blades are a whole different class of blades themselves. Yes. Zoro doesn't even have a blade that's in the most elite class of the tier of the blades currently. Um, I agree it is possible that, and he is in Wano, so it is possible that that is possible to elevate the blade to a level that's even beyond where they are. And maybe something gets entered into that upper tier or there's another blade that Zoro is still going to have to pick up, which I'm willing to bet it's both actually. And then I agree. I would love to see um, to to neglect's point. I would love to see I would love to see Nami do some map work on the on on a panel. Even yeah, if it's if true. it's not official drawing, but the the process of her working through it, stitching stuff together, um, I, I, I would loved, like to see more of that because that's part of her dream. You know and what I, would I mean? If Oda did this to the cover pages at least, if he did it to cover pages, we will know it's canon because cover pages we know is canon story. So mm -hmm. we at least see Nami every ten or every twenty chapters doing a drawing of an arc that was passed. And just is this her doing her own time? We will at least know. Okay, so girl has been working on it, but I get it. You have almost a thousand type of characters. You also have to add information layers. And Oda probably just kind of forgot, or maybe he's been definitely, definitely not forgot. Oda does not forget. I will stand ten toes down on that. I Oda know. does not forget. I just think it's it's 
much like we're saying, I think it's time to bring that factor in. I'm going to read your exact comment. Yes, map work would be real cool. After Wano, it could really work well on the way to the final islands. Thank you, Alves. I think that's the whole sentiment right there. That is the Agreed. point. That is the sentiment. It's um, true. But, but, but yeah, um, I, I think, and don't forget, we've literally for this whole, basically this whole final part of this fight, we've been getting, um, oh man, drawing a blank, Sanji's siblings. Um, Ichi, um, Ichi, Ochi, and I forgot the third one. Ryuji. Um, so yeah, Ryuji, yeah. thank you. So, so they've been, they've been showcasing themselves and they've been taking over basically a whole cake. So there's ramifications for that as well. Again, there's there's a lot to go on here still. There's still a lot to get to go on. Um, I think it feels like he uh Oda is still tracking on good pace, but that's my thoughts for this chapter. Um, yeah, I appreciate you guys chiming in the chat too. This is a good chapter for me. This is a really good chapter. I'm looking forward to what next chapter next week's chapter is. Um wouldn't be surprised if a brick happens in the next couple of weeks honestly for for Oda. and yes i was i wonder where the cover story is going because this was this was the rematch of the four siblings going back to whole cake island so i wonder what's the conclusion for this gonna go are they gonna meet with the brother are they gonna meet up at the end of the world to find the one piece is are they gonna help out sanji or the siblings are they gonna ask for forgiveness who knows the only one that actually truly has the heart is his sister. So it really depends on how the other brothers feel at this point of the relationship. And that would be pretty interesting. I would say love seeing Robin being like, you're a funny one to Yamato. Huh? It was Yamato? I think Yamato said that to Sanji. The banter, the banter is funny. The banter is funny. Also, Sanji simping is always funny. Oh, yeah, um, you're right. It, but the it, banter it is Yamato. funny. Everyone basically has a, a comment to Yamato in regards to them. And it very, very, very starkly represents each of their personalities. Yes. And I love it. I really do love it. I love how Jimbe was the most serious one. He said, it's nice, to, it's nice of you to invite yourself aboard. But it's the captain who decides that. Like, that's such a nice comment of his that is so straight to a point. So it just, it just really brings it. Like, yeah, I'm his... I'm a helmsman, but you have to ask his permission first. He's the one that technically invites you to the team. So I should love how. And Jimmy took 10 years to get on that ship. Yes, it took him 10 <laughs> years of time. But hey, we're here. We're in this moment. And hopefully you yeah, enjoy our One Piece talk, our One Piece breakdown, our One Piece overall conversation of this chapter 1051. Now, let's jump and transition to the dead, the ghost of Christmas pass. So technically, you try to go to the next arc. And let's start with you, Sam. Under the luck, chapter 113. How did you feel? What did you think? Or did you care at all between our boy Nico versus Andy? Sorry, I was thrown off by your transition. But yeah, I think this was the best chapter out of the entire week. Honestly, like this build up with Nico's uh, betrayal and the confirmation of Andy. Uh, asking of why and stuff like that and you learn you truly learn what was his negation ability and it was unforgettable and the worst timing to unlock that abilities are like the most tragic moments in your life and we've seen it with 
well, not unstoppable, accidentally killed his friends because of his speed, super speed. And like everybody's like, have like horrible story. Like parents died and he, he gets because of his negation abilities or they came afterwards uh, with Shen killing, accidentally killing his sister and the stuff. And with Nico's, Nico's ability, it unlocked the moment that his wife died giving birth. And he, the only thing that he could remember was her face when she died. That is some PTSD trauma and shit. That is, and what's worse, I think it's kind of like, it, it's a really interesting, powerful ability of remembering every single information of everything at the moment and that sort of stuff. But it's also kind of like messed up. Like, did you, like, do you remember like these former comrades of yours or the, your former uh, opponents that you killed? with you and Fuko and you guys replaced their seats. Uh, yeah, you probably remember them of who they were, uh, uh, what they've done and all that stuff. But I remember like the environment, the moment, like these last breaths, these um, exact moment of how they died, breathing and everything like that. And, and his, mem his unfor unforgettable memory also can let him like learn and maneuver like former fighters of other people too. Because he's able to learn like kung fu or his techniques from Shen just by watching, and he can never forget it. Like that is insanely powerful, but at the same time, that is truly tragic. All this information is also unnecessary to know, but he can't forget it because of his negation abilities. Yeah, it's it's such a it's <laughs> the layer of depth that exists. <clears throat> in Undead Unlock is so unmatchable at this point. You talk about people having photographic memory and the ramifications of that. Now put that on hyper focus, right? You talk about people who you understand that you there's certain memories that are hard to get rid of. You know, a lot of people say you don't ever stop grieving. Um, but now like really put that into practice. Uh, you know, it's 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 tough. And then, you know, it's not you notice a lot of these negators they don't get eased into their powers like they literally always find out in the midst of the like a tragedy essentially you know what i mean being unable to save someone or or you know again like his first critical memory that <clears throat> he has full detail memory of is the face of his dead wife now again remember he can remember everything from the point of the ability awakening that doesn't apply to memories before that. So you're you're forgetting things from prior to that point while being stacked constantly with more information. And that that has to suck to know that you have this power that's that's like this. Um, and then, you know, I also, I guess the point of like, yeah, like basically he has perfect recall of things um, and being able to like recapture that and, and, and execute that at high levels. But I think, I think Andy makes a good point. It's like, but like you're making it worse still. And I, I think for Nico, it's unfortunate because I'm like, Nico, if you get your goal, you think that you're going to be able to face your wife after this? Like, is she going to be okay with, with you doing all of this? Like, you're going to get what you want out of this, but is it really going to be what you want <laughs> at the end of the day? You know what I mean? And I, I think um, it's interesting to see this after we just had the conversation that we had with Rip about basically Andy's like, look, I'm going to fix all of this for you. Because Nico could have done the same thing. I was like, dude, Nico, you literally could have just continued supporting the guys, 
and just you know let them know when whatever decisions are happening yeah she might not she might still end up dying but it's like what if what if you know go back you you know when it's going to happen and you have rip and rip is you know still highly trained and rip can help guide the procedures and maybe like there's there's so many things that can go right in correcting the world based off of the cast that it it just it just feels kind of heavy that that this is the direction that Nico tries to go down but um it's it's it does it is I am convinced I wasn't quite convinced on the betrayal uh before but I am finally convinced and um it's more yeah. like his like his never ending PTSD is never gonna leave his side ever and every time he tries to remember his wife during like meetup the wedding the pregnancy he can't even remember her face the only thing that sticks into his head forever is the deathbed scene it's like it's that sucks that is horrible and it, it breaks him every single time too it's like going through your heartbreak from the beginning to a no, never-ending cycle kind of thing and that's that literally destroys you mentally and he he still gets more stacked on information of people who've died who couldn't sit who couldn't be saved the only thing he could he remembers everything that they've done everything that did the environment everything he can replicate them entirely 100 of themselves with him using like his ball the, the replica balls like everybody's yep. abilities and neg- negation that's kind of that's kind of sick <laughs> That like, is a cheat ability. I would like yeah, to give I, my thoughts was, as well. I knew there was gonna have something OP to it, and then when he when the balls came on the replica balls, and it was like you know these like for I was just like oh that's I knew something nutty was about <laughs> to happen. Like um, I, I would like to give my thoughts too. I'm having had the chance, so I would like to say what really fucked me up in this chapter is when he literally said, "There's no way I could possibly hold myself together after seeing his wife's face on her deathbed." Like knowing that that's what scarred you, and you have never been the same since then, and that's what has been driving you, driving you to push yourself forward to where you are now, and seeing that type of betrayal, seeing that you will do no, no matter what, and just seeing that like you constantly remember everything, everything constantly, like you're literally on a repeated cycle day in and day out, and you have what, no escape. Like what's that's re- what the only thing that's keeping him moving is. The memory that's still inside of like that he still have with his wife is whatever he can still hold on to is what's yeah, keeping him forward. But 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 from what it looks like he doesn't have no positive type of results or like some positive good memory. Yeah, because he can't. He doesn't remember anything before he got his powers. It's only everything that's afterwards. It's like you know how your computer runs out of space and you have to get rid of like files and memory and stuff like that mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. the same thing the only problem is all your old information is going to get deleted and it's going to be replaced by everything that's new and probably useless that you don't need after a certain point but you have no choice but to keep those and that's that is exactly it again that's what i was trying to say earlier it's like so so you you are actively forgetting because even if you say it's not forgetting it's being suppressed right because exactly. like the volume of space is just constantly expanding but let's think about this right let me let me give a let me give a perspective so so nico goes to the store to get milk goes to the store to get some milk nico remembers every detail of this journey 
the store could be downstairs attached to his building. The birds, the bees, the air, the temperature, how many leaves dropped. Like the information is just all there. It's just constantly there. How many turns to the doorknob, the texture of the doorknob, anything that can be perceived is perceived. Even things, even things that, that can't be seen might hear a conversation in the store. All of that information and is, is just there loaded and there's nothing that he can do about it. There's literally nothing. And we're just, we're literally talking about, like I said, imagine if it's just a, a store attached to this building and he's going downstairs. Just that volume of information right there is so overwhelming to actively have all that information. I, I am 100% sure you cannot walk down. You can't close your eyes right now and recall every single detail of walking to your bathroom. Exactly. I was brought up and I was going to bring up too. No wonder he has bags under his eyes. Man has probably has serious issues to sleep. Like the amount of you sleeping, you probably still subconsciously remembering stuff. Not just, not stuff just remembering. remembering, you're still gaining it. Yeah, yeah so gaining, like you're still like gaining through. information. So like he's still going through a process every day and going through what he chooses. And it just shows that he's in a constant state of pain. He's in a constant state of remembering, a constant state of, of having memories. He has to choose to delete, choose to keep. So that's just insane of what type of ability you have. Like, it really makes you think, are these negators abilities truly a gift or truly a curse? Because I forgot who asked that recently. I think it was Fuku or I think it was Rip that even brought up in the most recent couple of chapters. But they said, are these negators truly a gift or truly a curse? Because they, any gift they get, there's, just, there's always somebody around them that always loses in a such, in a insufferable way. Yeah, also, also keep in mind that, like, again, we perceive information through all of our senses. It's all of that information. It's sensory information. So it's not just words. Like, it's not just, like, memories. It's literally the experience, you know, the experience of, you know, you sitting in, 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 in your house and the AC kicks on and he remembers all of those little details and then some. What, what how he put it where, like, everybody's forgetting death and everything but it's it's when it's when he when he means like you know resolving it like accepting it and like kind of a whole feat of death and everything it it really seems like he no meaning like for him to say like i can't forget forgetting like be resolving there is no resolution there is no acceptance there is no um Everything that comes within the child of death, he can't. He's stuck in the moment where he has to face constant, constant uh, realization. No, um, the experience of the death or the experience of seeing it and everything that sort of thing. Because it's like, because like I, I know, like he's trying to say, like. I can't forget any of this. I can't forget anything. I can't move on from this. It's more like his negation abilities won't let him resolve anything from his life or anything that's gone through, including death. And like the worst thing is that how did he see his daughter then? If this is going to be like this, doesn't that mean like 
any experience that you at least had with your daughter when she was an infant to a baby? When couldn't you keep those information since like the unforgettable negation ability came afterwards, the baby and everything like that? Shouldn't there be good memories when it came to it and not just the bad memories that stuck in his head as crushing him? My best answer to you that is that he probably is choosing the the bad memories over the good memories because that's what drives them. That's what kind of yeah. What's driving what him, what's him. what's motivating right now is his old memories of his wife, and he's trying to do whatever it can to maintain her memories and everything without having the new memories that he got after his negation abilities. Because I feel like the moment he lets go of that memory, his his mind will be crushed with all the rest of the information, and it's just like how Yugi always does his mind crush. He'll end up being like in a vegetated state of like, like he can't move, no nothing, and all the information is stuck in his head. Because it's one thing to have the negation ability, it's another thing to be able to have the capacity of it for your brain itself. Agree. Like, like for example, um, to bring up the last thing on my thoughts is that we still haven't seen Unruin or or the ghost. Um, so it really makes you to wonder. Seal. See it, thank you, Sam. Uh, it really makes you wonder because even uh, Nico said that I gave my life to, I gave, no, I'm going to take your life to have the soul of my wife. So he made a deal, he made a contract with Ghost and uh, with Ruin and Seal. So that means there is, they have to be lurking for them to know about this deal and everything, for them to know that the mission is accomplished, they have to be nearby and while. And watching all this unfold. So most likely we're going to be seeing them in the next two or three chapters see how all this unfolds at the end of the day. What's also sad is Annie has to fight another guy that's also fighting for a lost lover. It's like every trial and every opponent he has to go through, he, everybody has their own motive of the reason of who they're fighting for and it's someone they love. And now it's in each trial that you have to go past to, the other one has to give up their love the love of their life just so that the other person can live and that sort of stuff and that's a lot to handle that's a lot to carry on because like even if andy and fuko are able to travel in the past how did, would they how would they be able to fix nico they can't they, they can't like they can't save his wife they can't do that sort of stuff like it, it is it, it might be possible it might be it, possible with, with it, Rip, it, it might be possible with rip to do so it might be possible Rip, yeah, it definitely is. And then it, it, it just, I don't know how the time traveling would exactly work. Like, would you literally start from the beginning? Like, you're going to start zero BC? It's a possibility. So, overall, anybody got more thoughts about this chapter uh, 113 and our discussion of Undone Luck? No? All right. So, let's move on to the Flaming Hot Cheetos and the big extras of My Hero Academia. Chapter um, three fifty five. How are we all doing today? How do we feel about this chapter? Because it was an extra extra on the newspapers this morning. I don't like that transition either. No, no, okay, man. no. Right. <laughs> how, how how dare you disrespect Flaming Hot Cheetos? Oh man. So uh, I guess my initial thoughts are simply, yeah, the chapter's title is is what it is. Um, the extras of the show, the side arc of the fight, kind of like, um, obviously there's gonna be some pushback, but 
we'll see how they tiptoe around this fight. But yeah, this this chapter was it was meh. It was meh. I, it, it, I I would give it I give it like a good. Mm, it's a fodder chapter. Yeah, I, I it's I will it's, not it agree it's a like fodder a, chapter it because it feels like I'm, a throwaway chapter, but it isn't. But I'd give it maybe like a good seven out of ten. All right. To be I nice. guess I guess I'm not in that boat because uh, I like Tokayami. I understand why Endeavor is feeling the way he is because he is the guy that got put in this fight to fight versus all for one with Hawks. Tag team two on one and not touch him. But right now his mind is there but not there because he's also focusing on his two sons that haven't had to fight each other. Yes, he put his trust on Shota. Yes, he put his faith in Shota to grab Toya and take down their older brother, his firstborn. But as still as a father, still as a parent, you know that you was not the perfect father or you was not the father that you thought you could have been or whatever. But you still feel hurt that you had to put your two sons versus each other. So that's still a predicament for you and yourself in this type of scenario. So Endeavor right now has his heart in one place and his mind in another fight. So right now it's tough for him. So I understand why he couldn't concentrate 100%. I like what we find out in the previous chapter 144 and it shows, I mean, 354 and now we show it in 355. The Hawks has his prosthetic, um, his prosthetic feathers and it shows why he's not at his peak from what happened in the previous war battle not that long ago back in around 290 and all. So additionally, it shows that Tokoyami, who technically was his, um, who was Hawk's protege showing his type of efforts in the battle saying, yo, I hope I'm a good substitute for Endeavor. I know I'm not the one you will bring up, but look, I learned from you and I'm also a hero. So I like how he still put out his best right foot, fo- right foot forward in a type of scenario. So it showed that Tokoyami was still up to game. But like Chat said it, I'm happy for the Jiro fans. The Jiro she was here putting her life on the line. But I like how they also brought up that she was not ready for this because she even said that, hey, I showed up today and ready for anything or so I thought. I couldn't even see that coming. Even in the response to, even, even the response to that madness was delayed. Every hair standing on and now, majority of Ayama telling me, this was a threat looming over you all. So I love how even the side characters, aka the extras, happen to show their emotion, happen to show their thoughts in what's going on. This was a very important moment for Drew to know that this is what is called a real threat. The demon lord, the demon king. This is a person who actually has a looming threat over these two characters, Ayama and Midoriya, because they're the ones that they're after. But now that Drew put herself, her life on the line, I love how we gave her perspective of how the threat really is. And it's not just being a hero trying to protect somebody. You're putting your, your life on the line. If not, you will get killed. You will get stabbed just like Endeavor. So I really like that in this aspect of the chapter. I mean, so, okay, this chapter, not entirely a lot happened. It's just to give other characters their time to shine. And this chapter is for Jiro to time shine. And just like the chat says, they did maim Jiro, literally cut off, got her ear cut off, the speak got broken, her ear jack 
headphones got ripped. Uh, I, I don't know if it can be reattached, not necessarily. Technically, they had their own strategy of their own of trying to use sound wave frequency to break the mask. Yeah. While, and it worked. Well, Hawk, no, it was mainly Hawks trying to True, but break it they himself. Get the extra, but they give that extra enforcement because even Hawks said it um, in the chapter sound wave vibration enhanced flight, flight, and the flight feather blade. So he used the whole vibration extra, extra push of like a sonic wave. So he used a sonic wave to actually help him out. Um, I mean, what really helped out was the quirk inside all for one going again, like going against him finally. And we don't know how that came to be. Was that woman Nagan? The, the one that all for one was staring, was looking at. Uh, page uh, 13 or 12. That's probably Nagan, or that's probably, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, stripes? Um, no. Starting stripes? No, she said, like, the start, the quirks I've stolen in the past, they're very wills. Impossible. Even New Order didn't manage this. And remember he said, like, he kind of got rid of New Order? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. New and Order. Te- and, technically new, and technically, New Order was in Shigaraki's body, not all for one's body. Yeah, who who is that? Eerie's hmm. mother? They never went into that. I feel like that's just introducing a new character that's not necessary. This this has to be someone that's in. I would like it's, to think that this is someone that's been introduced. Um, there's a lot of detail. Yeah. There's a lot of detail on her face, and then to the top right in the bigger panel, the guy's face is a bit more detailed out. Um, I just can't think of who it is right now, but there's definitely some well, importance here. I say possibly Ear's mother or something because the person in the back of the page has horns on their forehead as well. So I mean, and, like you know, these are all people that are quirks that he's stolen. Yes, but also if you look at the person that's there, her forehead has a horn as well, or or I'm not sure if that's her nose, but that looks that's like her. A horn. I think that's her. I don't, horn. That's I a don't, nose. I don't think that's a horn. That's I think not a horn, seeing, bro. That's just a space. I that's a space in between the armpit. Yeah, I think yeah. what you're seeing is shadowing. That's not a horn because you would you would be able to, if, if based off of the positioning, you would be able to see that in the next panel where they. Okay. All right. Face. Cool. But yeah. I don't know the f- I don't I don't know. I don't want to overthink it. That's why I probably didn't pay much attention to it when I was reading it the first time. I was like, this feels like something that's a little bit too much critical thinking for right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they just introduce a new character in general, that's just kind of like a throw-off. It's just like this has to be like you Hirokoshi does not like waste any panel. Right. And if this character is important. We would know we would know about it later on, or something, or maybe in a past story, mm-hmm. flashback, or something like that. But at this moment, like, it, it's not about that. This chapter is about Jiro giving the opportunity for Hawks. Um, I mean, it's interesting with you the vibrate the sound wave vibration attack to enhance. Okay, yeah, okay. But it's just to crack the eyepiece of where the helmet is. Uh, I'm not necessarily know about how the respirator works, but 
I'm pretty sure the respirator in itself is still like still there, not fully damaged. I thought they were trying to reach for the mouthpiece or like yeah, you know, the neck too. piece or something. That would make more sense. But maybe it made sense to just have the whole helmet break and then start from there more and have the cracks go all the way to his front piece. But I just feel like it was pretty interesting that they just aim at that part. Like it has to mean more to that. It has to mean more to what it showed. I mean, even Vader's broken mask was actually it was the same spot, wasn't it? Like there was like that same eyepiece. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, for those to have seen Star Wars Rebel, uh, also Ahsoka broke his mask in the same spot as well, and that showed. I guess it's just, I guess that's a reference. Like, all right, let's do a Star Wars reference here a little bit. That and could then, be too. So yeah, just in the same week of Obi Wan Kenobi and Vader, you popping out. So maybe it could mean a Star Wars reference to that. Could be. Because like even before, like even the original series, or like within like the Last Jedi side, it was like the skull had like one part of his face was broken in his mask, and that would be funny. Um, Tom Hardy play as Alpha One in the live action. That would be funny because it would be like almost the same as Bane. Not gonna lie, like honestly, all for one here is really Horikoshi in itself, and he's having his other characters try to find a way to beat him. With the whole narration, the whole oh, you guys are just extras. These guys are just trying to buy time for them. His net, the narration of it all, it's just Horikoshi being all for one, having his own characters fight him. True. I don't know, it just felt like this chapter was straight to a point. Yes, it made the joke. It made this joke about the whole type of extra, extra out here. I think it reminded me of a chapter like this back when it was the when it was the A1. Um class A1 versus class. No. Yeah, class A1 versus class B. So I think it was very, very similar in the aspect. Well, well, I think well, her, um, her motivation of, oh, my problem is that you're the one who made my pals cry. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that honestly felt kind of cheesy in a way. It's like, oh, you hurt my friend. I'm going to quit you kind of thing. I'm going to, I know, no, I don't do so well, but I'm going to do my part. Am I the only one that was hoping to see Dark Shadow do more? Because I feel like Dark Shadow just being a fly person with the Gayami for a bit undervalue or underused oh, oh it's coming it's, oh, coming it's coming somewhere it's coming but it is daytime though it's not like it's a nighttime thing True. this is still right. like afternoon it's not yes. like during it's, it's not like during the evening times and that sort of stuff where like you just need a little bit of light and let uh yami go ham but there's a good chance that all for one has a quirk where he's able to do fire and he's making he's able to make light. So I wasn't gonna do anything to him anyway for rampage and everything. So remember yeah. the weakness is to make light in the entire room and everything, so that he doesn't have much uh shadow energy kind of thing. That is true. What they could do if they could knock out all for one inside the ground where where the trees are, where there is enough type of shadow or knock him down to where a cave is we could bring up dark shadow ragnarok mode so yeah there is a possibility too so if we can make that happen but we they, they've already confirmed they just needed endeavor to do the finishing blow yeah so they should have had to stall time so next chapter we might see 
Endeavor do his finally, you know, his final step, you know, his finally, his type of final hero moment that he believes that might be the case for him to bring his back himself back up. Know his kids are finally done fighting and everything. He doesn't have to feel any type of responsible and everything. So we just gotta see. Do we do we consider this an endeavor official endeavor death flag? I mean, he's bled this much before. Yeah, because they they went out of the way to let us know. Yeah, he shifted the lungs and avoided the hits, so the lungs weren't impacted. But if anything, you probably see him having to burn that part of this thing to cauterize it so that it doesn't bleed more, and he could, I guess, do one more final attack or whatnot. But I think Alpha One got a couple of sock cards up their sleeve, Alves. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, this again. This this chapter was. It was, it was man it was good I, I really appreciated the the team up with um the class a and hawks uh, i love getting to see hawks still get shine even though we know that he's severely um limited in the power output that he can do um and ultimately yeah it, it was a it was a sound chapter it wasn't bad in any type of way but it just it didn't give much um and I'm not like all of a sudden super hyped for next week in any kind of way, but I I got what I was supposed to get from this. I would say. What about y'all? Same here. I think I it's have... fine. Like it, not too much has happened. Um, just giving each certain characters their time to shine before like the last chapter of the series, so to speak, kind of thing. It's the the still gonna be Tokoyami, uh, Tokoyami, and then. And never is probably gonna finish it. But hey, we could switch to Toga. We could switch to our boy Midoriya running on the water to see if he cut up to yeah, our boy Shiraki. We could see the other fights going on right now. So we have many options to see and continue. So more fights are kind of come uh, kind of happening in the next coming weeks, in the next couple of chapters. So and like they brought up in, in the chat as well, JJK more ass kicking will be happening in the next chapter comes back so can't wait for that to have the discussion <laughs> excuse me um kendo oh, my hair my hair is on break oh, okay yeah my hair's on break next week um uh, kendo and sam mm -hmm. what was your chapter of the week for this week issue of shonen jump chapter 27 i mean i mean issue 27 and then you want to go first yeah yeah, for me, it was World Trigger. Y'all know I'm on that World Trigger hype train, that World Trigger hype bus. Um, it's one of my favorite reads. Um, World Trigger um, had this monthly chapter, and I thought that that was my favorite chapter. Um, they definitely dived into some things and resolved basically based off of the previous month and the decisions that are being made because they're currently trying to figure out. They're basically in a, in a sort of pseudo training series simulation type thing. So they're trying to understand how people are performing so well in certain categories out the gate. Um, so they set up some really good, strong premises, and I'm really happy um, with that chapter. Um, World Trigger is always fun for me because, like, even in chapters where it's not, like, fight heavy, I still get a lot of enjoyment out of just the thought process and navigation and strategy that goes into uh, making up this world. So for... For me, that was my chapter of the week. And then I think right after that, I would say Undead Unlocked. 
um, as far as what we've covered. Um, I think that was definitely cool. There's a lot of emotions there. There's a lot of content. We still got some fighting. Um, we know that Andy is, you know, he's been constantly fighting. Um, he still has to keep overcoming more and more. So it was a really good, good week. Um, granted that it was a, a lesser number of chapters released this week. All right, Sam, your turn. What was your chapter of the week of issue 27 or of any of the weekly Shonen Jump? Um, sorry, not with you. Any of the Jump chapters that came out monthly, like Twin Star Exorcist, any of the series you read? Yeah, I, I still say Undead Unluck has the better chapter out of all of them, including some of the monthlies too. Uh, Twin Star Exorcist was a good chapter, but then it's to help build of what's to come. So the end is going off like, yeah, I'm ha- I'm really hating them. I'm really hating this boy, the main character instead of the end. And uh, Blue Exorcist technically went into like a two-parter in two months. Like chapter 133 was part point one was last month, and now we get chapter 133.2 this month. Damn. I don't yeah, like so I'm I'm guessing they're trying to uh delay. Uh, the series a little bit or some somehow one way because it's, it's it's in its last arc it's kind of basically on its last battle it's just and, that they, they need to like and you said and you said it's blue exorcist right yeah blue exorcist huh. it's in its like final boss level yeah, fighting it's, 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 it's the it's the final fight but like it's like everybody's trying to do their own thing trying to fight against satan did you notice the numbering for this chapter? I don't know. Yeah, that, I did. That, that was interesting. <laughs> they literally did chapter 133.1 last month, and it was like 18 pages. And then this chap this month is chapter 133.2, the like 33 pages. It, it literally like cut, try to cut it in half and just yeah, push no, it out to too no much. You're delaying pun, something. No pun intended, but clearly this is a big manifesto that's going on right now. We'll see. We'll see what it. We we see what they're it. They're delating something. Like it yes. seems like they have no monthly series to help replace Blue Exorcist just yet. But like they're trying to push it within the months. Hey, they did say it was coming back. They're trying to do the best they can. See what's going on there. For me, my chapter of the week is definitely Mission Jusakura Family. I had the chance to read that both chapter of. 131 and 132, a great double spread to read. Great back back chapter three, because I definitely suggest for anybody that wants a spy family feel, read Mission Secure Family. It's a weekly series. It has such a good build, such a good dynamic with the family and the characters. And this current passage chapters, if you're not reading it, it definitely gives you the dark feel. Uh, and, you know, fuck the father and everything like that. So it's definitely that. But if I have to say which are the three chapters that we discussed today, I'll have to give it to Undead Unlock as well. It was right there in the fields. It gives you in the emotions. You understand the pain of what, of what Nico's going through and Andy. And his then again, Nico, Nico is going in through like he, he's about to be a crummy dad if he doesn't take care of the daughter. If there's no backstory of the daughter and whatnot. And though, like, that is I true. Mean, he's still a crummy dad. I don't care what, if you prepared an out poison gassing the room in which your daughter is. I mean that's true. That is very true. But it, wor- it could have done worse to her, though. You know, ch- change her, the ch- make her to a chimera kind of thing. And I mean, does he true. does he even care about her, or is she just another reminder of the pain of his wife? Um, bro, Sam I, does. Bro, read- I I, I because like even Drac Dracula had a hor- had a worse horrible story for that done to his wife too. So definitely, I think I just saying I didn't even bother 
seen the Pinocchio trailer. I'm sorry. I'm not seeing that live action shit. Hell no. That's a dub. I'm not seeing that trailer. That's creepy. You're, you're telling me to see a Pinocchio live action trailer? Hell no. Seeing a live... I'm a little boy. I'm real. Hell no. Live action. Fuck that shit. I'm not saying that. Hell Is it a horror no. movie or is it really Disney? It's Disney, but it looks oh, okay. creepy. It looks creepy. I was about it's just to say, you, you, you're trying to introduce me to a horror Pinocchio kind of movie? You mean like no, Chucky? it just looks creepy. That's a dub. That's a Old dub. school um, Chucky? Uh, uh, they said a question. Do you guys read Twins Exorcist? Sam does. I do. I do. Team, I I do. Think. I think he's the only member of the team that reads it. It's good. Um, it is good. Um, but that I is just set up my, right now. It's just set up right now. I did tell myself the three monthly series I'm going to read this year is One Punch Man, Blue Sarcissist, and Twin Sarcissist. Those are three series I told myself that I'm going to read this year as well. If anything, I'm going to try to do my best to do World Trigger because I know Knox has been also reading it on his um, Twitch channel for the past couple months. And I did not know that Kendall's reading it as well. So that's also dope to hear. So I'm, I might put them in the roster to read by the end of this year for, for the series. So I definitely suggest to read those. But other than that, Mitchell's a Kurt family is my favorite. But out of the three that we discussed, we're under unlocked. So for those that was entertained, subscribe. For those that was entertained, like. For you guys want to tell us your thoughts on what you guys thought of, about the video, like the video. Very appreciate it. Helps with the argument and everything else. And also see you guys on the next week where we'll be discussing Kaiju number eight, One Piece, uh, My Heroes on Break, JJK, and Under Unlocked. And if you guys want to discuss any other series, write down in the comments below. It could be Sacramento to this. could be Michigan Family. It could be any other series you guys want to discuss. Or depends how we feel and choose ourselves. So I appreciate you guys coming. I appreciate you guys joining and being in the chat. It's gladly appreciate. Without you guys, we wouldn't be here. Other than that, we'll see you in the next one.